And welcome back to another episode of Girl on a Train. Happy Friday. Hope everybody's doing well. It's a good day to have a good day. I'm super excited for today's episode. This person I actually don't personally know super well. And I wanted to bring him on the podcast because I think he has so many great things to say. He's going to offer so much value to you guys. And I'm super excited to have him as a guest today. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce to you guys Mr. Kyle Cardoza. Hello, everybody. How is everybody doing? I'm so excited to, to be on the podcast today. Um, and I do just want to say thank you so much for the invitation to even come on and, and talk and discuss. I'm really, really excited to be here. Yes, this is super exciting. I love recording with people, as we were saying. And like I said, I really think that you're going to offer some great value to the podcast. And I'm just super excited to like dive into all of our topics today because I'm just super excited about it. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. So for people who don't know who you are, may not recognize your name, um, you know, we always start off with just like, who are you? What do you do? Quick background, elevator pitch. Give me the rundown. Yeah, for sure. Well, my name is Kyle Cardoza. Uh, I'm a 25-year-old social media specialist, TikTok influencer, uh, entertainment reporter, as well as a digital marketer. Uh, mainly, most of my background just overall comes from, I guess you could say the content creation entertainment uh, industry. When I was growing up, I really wanted to be either an actor or a reporter. So most of my wow. uh, kind of path has been archetyped in that direction. That's awesome, I love that. And so I guess that kind of will, move us into our next little topic of just like how I know you. And like I said, I don't like, we're not like pers like personally like super close, um, which, you know, I hope we become greater friends after this episode because I really think that you just offer so much value, truly. That's the first thing I thought about you. And um, so when I found you, I actually found you on TikTok. Oh, so awesome. it's funny that you say that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was, I literally like remember where I was, I was in an Uber with my friend Ryan, oh, shout no out way. Ryan, oh, and I was on my way to school or something I had to do at school and we are big like manifestation people, like big time, like we love that stuff. Yeah. And so you, I literally can like close my eyes and see the video. You just like posted a video about like talking about like the like the process of manifestation, but it was exactly what we were saying like five minutes before we saw the video. Oh, and I no was like, way. okay, so like if this is not fate right now saying something like it was just so crazy odds? how <laughs> it kind of worked out. Exactly. So yeah, I found you on TikTok and I just think that's like super, super cool that social media is able to connect people. And I just like thought to myself in that Uber, I was like, I need to have this guy on the podcast. Yeah, I'm like, so happy about I that. Need, I need to have him on. Just because like I said, Manifestation Law of Attraction is such a big part of my brand, I feel like. And yeah. I know all my friends, like, you know, like, jokingly like, poke fun at it and stuff like that. Of but course. it's, like, really cool to, like, talk with someone that, like, really believes in it and actually, like, makes some of their content based off that. So I just think that's super cool. And um, I guess just, like, to move on, um, I wanted to talk about Manifestation and Law of Attraction with you. Yes. And I just wanted to talk about your experience with it and how, I guess, it came into your life. Yeah, for sure. Um I mean, so overall, my experience with it, I suppose you could say starts when I was really, really young, like four or five years old. Uh, I was very oh, wow. intrigued with the way the world works. So, you know, looking up Facts. at the stars at night, 
um, understanding that there's galaxies out there, there's star systems out there. It, it was very uh, mind-boggling to me. So I was just always kind of in a more science-based kind of mindset growing up. Uh, and my grandfather, he's a physics professor, so he kind of fed into that kind of scientific mindset as well. Um, and growing up, my parents just instilled like a lot of positivity into me. Uh, so my mom, you know, was consistently telling me I can do anything I set my mind to. Uh, my dad was consistently telling me the exact same thing, and they were really both great communicators. So I just grew up extremely positive um, and just extremely uh, intrigued with the world and the way the world worked and uh, human relationships and all these different things. Um, it wasn't until I was about 18 years old, though, that I didn't hear the term, uh, quote unquote, law of attraction. I didn't I didn't know right. that term until I was 18. Um, and I got involved in a business uh, with other 18 year olds, 19 year olds, 20 year olds making absurd amounts of income, like thirty thousand dollars a month, one hundred thousand dollars a month, very crazy amounts of income. Um, and I asked how they were doing it. They said law of attraction. Um, yeah, so it was, it was really crazy. I love that. Yeah. Guys, it works. I'm telling you, all you people that make fun of me, I'm just telling yeah, you, it, it works. Was, it, was, it was insane. It was, it was, but I never, I didn't understand that, that term, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So I, I learned about it at 18. I didn't take it seriously until 23. I'm currently 25 right now. Um, but at 23, that's when I really kind of started to delve into it. Um, understand and connect the science behind of what I grew up learning uh, versus what the principles of quote-unquote law of attraction are uh, as well as matching it to religious texts as well so that's kind of when I was able to kind of archetype an entire kind of mindset towards this and really kind of take it and run with it um, so learned about it at 18 but didn't take it seriously until 23. Okay very very cool yeah. do you think that you had what we like to call a spiritual awakening, um, I think? I, so sometimes with phrases like spiritual awakening, I love phrases like that because I feel like we've, over time, put so many complicated phrases into simple processes, right? So right. Uh, for, in, for instance, this is kind of going off topic here, but like vibrations, right? When people oh, are like, no, oh. We, we were going to talk about it. Let, please yeah. go into it. <laughs> awesome. I love this stuff. Awesome. Please go right into it. Uh, but when people are like, oh, I need to increase my vibrational frequency or I need to increase my vibration, that's such a complicated word to say, I just need to uh, have better thought patterns. You know, because right. that's all it is, a vibrational frequency or a vibration is just your consistent thought patterns over time. Um, but we've put so many labels around things that I feel like to a newcomer coming into this law of attraction community, it can be a little off-putting because there's so many kind of high-tech kind of words. Um, but in terms of a spiritual awakening, I wouldn't really say it was a spiritual awakening. I would really just kind of say it was more of things just kind of clicked in my head about the world. You know, so it, it, a lot of things just made more sense. My perception opened up a little bit more um, and I was able to kind of take that knowledge and just kind of go forward uh, in my life with it. Yeah, that makes total sense. Do you have any of your like past experience, like just kind of looking? Well, first, I guess, do you know what I what I'm talking about when I mean by like the alpha omega scale, like with the omega, um, like top ultimate consciousness and then like your alpha point at the bottom at like the lowest vibration? Because that's something that I always send to people mm -hmm. um, here. I actually pulled it up on my computer so I can show you. Oh, Obviously, no they can't see. But yeah, I don't know if you've ever oh, seen this before. I haven't. I've heard of it, but I, I've never seen the image. Yeah, so basically to explain to people that obviously can't see mm -hmm. this, it's it, it looks like a little cone and the top of it, like the more flatter part of the, the cone is like your omega, which is your ultimate consciousness, and that is expanded vibrations. And then the oh, bottom wow. is your alpha point, which is your contracted vibrations. Yeah. And basically on the side of it, from 700 plus all the way down to 20, 
like 700 plus is like you've I reached enlightenment. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so cool. You should make a TikTok about it. Yeah, and I then is shame awesome. <laughs> is at the bottom, mm-hmm. which is like 20. And so it just like basically talks about your, um, like your your consciousness and like how you're vibrating at different frequencies exactly. and like surrounding yourself with with different people things like I hate using the word things because it's so vague but you get what I'm saying yeah, like people 100%. music like stuff like that that vibrates at a higher frequency because obviously as we know law of attraction like what you're putting out is what you're gonna get back 100%. so I just think I just think it's so cool you yeah. should definitely look into that it's the alpha omega scale. no definitely I love super, I love the emotions cool. that it showcases on the side. Um, because right. you know, as you can see, as you're going down, the emotions get a little bit more negative. But as you're going up, the emotions get a little bit more positive. So, um, right. just in terms of like, I guess you could say the vibration or your feeling, uh, that has a lot to do with it as well. You know, if you're feeling mm-hmm. good, if you're feeling bad, if you're feeling jealous, if you're feeling grateful. You know, there's all these different yeah. emotions that can also work into it too. Definitely. Have you ever read? And it's fine if you haven't. I just am very curious because a lot of your TikToks have the same ideas as what the book I'm going to say. Have you yep. ever read the book Power of Now? I have not. No. Oh, do you know what it is? Yes, have you I've heard, heard of it, it before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eckhart Tolle. Another thing that you should definitely read. I recommend it to literally everyone. And a lot of your ideas and what you put out in your TikToks reminds me so much about it. And that's why another reason I wanted to have you on the podcast, because I feel like you just have such great ideas that like, I literally can't even verbally explain like, guys, you got to check out like Kyle's TikTok. We'll plug all the socials at the end of the episode like we always do, but they're so, so good. And um, so I know that you were saying that you got into like your kind of like journey with law of attraction and manifestation. Did you read any books or like what, what was your like, I guess, text kind of process if you if you had any yeah uh well i mean my text process it it more so starts when i was younger it was just in the science realm you know it wasn't Mm -hmm. even more so about law of attraction or man it wasn't about that uh it was more so just about science you know it was more so just about kind of understanding like how the universe came to be the big bang um how you know atoms can't be created and destroyed (laughs) uh just all these different scientific rules that i i you know studied uh since i was a little kid um, and then, you know, obviously coming into the law of attraction at 18 years old, that's kind of when my mindset kind of expanded a little bit more into the possibility of how this world can work with these uh, particular procedures. So that's more so where my background lies is, is really just mm-hmm. the science base. And then, you know, as I'm growing up, getting older, bringing law of attraction into it. And then once I figured that out, it was it was kind of over because once you look at the science and then you look at what law of attraction states, mm-hmm. it, it's one in the same. Exactly. And that's why I always laugh at people that are like, well, this is not true. And like, I can understand like trying to think in the other perspective, like it sounds like a whole load of like mumbo jumbo, but like, I don't think (laughs) people, I don't think people understand that they literally learned about this in science class and they just, they don't get it. Like, I mean, and it's so funny that you talk about science because like I failed chemistry. Mm-hmm. I was so bad at science, but like this stuff, I have such a really, really strong grasp on. And I just like remember those are the parts of science class that I actually remember. Uh-huh. And it's just so weird how everything is like a domino effect and how like one thing from your past can affect your future. It's all I just connected. Think it's so interesting. Yeah, it's all oh, connected. Oh, it's all connected. It's crazy though everything that we learned it at, you know, like fourth grade, fifth grade, but we mm-hmm. didn't necessarily understand how important these principles were. We just thought, Ah, it's science class. 
You know, right. uh, I don't want to read my science textbook, you know, but and it's like so you important. you're forced to you're forced to learn it. And like when you're forced to learn things, that's when I feel like people 100%, shut off. 100%. And then I actually wanted to learn about this. And that's why I feel like it's so intriguing to me. And I actually understand it because I feel like when you set your mind to understand something and to do that, like background kind of research, it all just kind of like meshes together. And that, I just think it's so cool. Yeah. But um. Talking just a little bit backtrack just about process and everything. um, How do you think that you would explain and you can say one either both whatever you want to do. How would you explain manifestation and or law of attraction to someone. Yeah I would overall kind of start with a simple basic explanation of it of you know what you consistently think in your mind is what consistently is brought into your life. And it's not necessarily always like your consistent thought patterns. It can also be your consistent feelings, you know? So a lot Mm -hmm. of people, let's say someone gets into a car accident, they're not thinking, oh, I want a car accident, you know, thinking of car accidents, but they may be having a feeling that they're consistently feeling matched with a consistent thought pattern that brings about a feeling of frustration or a feeling of anger that the car crash brings into their life because they're automatically feeling that already. Um, So really it's just, you know, what your consistent thought patterns are as well as your consistent feelings is what brings, comes into your life somehow or another uh, through thoughts, situations, events, things, and ideas. So, or people in, in all these different facets, things are going to come into your life based on what you've been consistently thinking. Uh, And it's really, really cool because you can't necessarily say when or how it's going to happen, but it does happen. It's so crazy. And it's so funny that we're, I'm like having this episode today because my best friend, Ryan, who I was just talking about, the one that we saw your TikTok and we were like, I need to have him on GOAT. Um, He just texted me this morning and I want to share this story with with the podcast and with you. So he just texted me, crazy moment that just happened today. And I said, do tell. And he said, a couple weeks ago, I was manifesting and I just, and I sent out to the universe that I wanted to see a blue smiley face to reassure me that my manifestations are coming. Mm -hmm. And he said blue because you don't normally see a blue smiley face often and it definitely wouldn't be like a coincidence um, if he saw one and he said I kind of forgot about it um, because I hadn't seen one but today I went to the kids house that I babysit and work for and he has new stickers and he sent me a picture and it was blue smiley faces and he goes I he goes I might be crazy but that's the exact picture I visualized in my head and it's like it's so funny when people say this isn't true because that's just like not like exactly. come on like that's very true. That type of stuff just doesn't just like happen. I mean, a big thing for me, and I know a, like a big thing for a lot of people that are into this stuff is like repetition of numbers. Yeah. So like my repetition ever since I was younger was like eleven eleven. Mm-hmm. Every time I look at my phone, it just happens to be eleven eleven. I'll look up period. the truck in front of me is eleven eleven. Like it's just so weird how that type of stuff works. But I wanted to share that story because I thought it was really cool. Yeah, no, that's and great I don't know if you had a like a similar experience or anything along those lines of something yeah, that would, like has happened in your life. I would more say more so say like my kind of experiences with that. And I, I like to call them synchronicities, not necessarily like signs or angel numbers or anything like that. Because I feel like okay. when we if we like can characterize it as like oh angel numbers or we're always looking for a sign or one 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 or two 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 like all these different numbers, I feel like mm-hmm. at that point it stops becoming natural and people start to try to to look for it. Definitely, you know? definitely. So it, it starts to become a little forced. Um, me more so, it's not really about uh, seeing numbers or anything like that. It's more so, as I said, like synchronicity. So for example. Um, Back in when I was in Boston, I can share you two actually right here. Back when I was in Boston, um, 
me and uh, my ex who I was living with at the time, we needed mm -hmm. uh, exactly $450 for rent money. At this time period, I was um, working as, as a digital marketer and I was flipping a lot of free stuff on Facebook. Um, and a beauty salon hit me up. They wanted to buy 10 shares from us for $450. So like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly the exact number that we needed. Um, and 10 shares yeah. is a very large order. Usually it would be like three chairs or two chairs, but 10 shares, you know, it's kind of like uh, the exact same with your friend, like, oh, that's so specific, you know, um, mm -hmm. as well as just a lot of different signs in terms of, you know, if I'm asking for uh, guidance or if I'm asking if I'm making the right decision or the right move. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. I like that. Um, do you say that or do you, do you think that you use tactics at all when talking about like manifestation like scripting or like even doing meditating like listening to different like vibrations I don't know if that's something that like you are into because I know it's like it's very personal and that's why I like this so much because yeah, exactly. it really depends on the person and like what they like to do and it's fine if you don't like I'm just honestly curious yeah 100% um so I don't I don't script I don't journal I don't meditate I don't do uh, any of those things I just consistently think the exact same thought patterns over and over and over again so let's say, I mean, yes, yeah, keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, keep it simple. I mean, uh, when I wanted to, you know, be a news reporter when I was in college, all I was thinking was, I'm just so thankful that I'm on the path to being a successful news reporter. I'm so grateful that I am uh, networking with successful uh, news anchors in the industry. I'm so grateful at the fact, just saying these things over and over and over and over again in my head, as well as just consistent mm -hmm. action. So I never like took the time out to like meditate or journal or write anything down. It was just consistently in my mind and I just always took action. And what I found is that just doing that particular process, thinking about it all the time and always taking action, no matter how big or how small, um, things would just always come into my life that would push me more so towards my goal. Makes sense. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. And like I said, I think it is very interesting that it's just very like situational based on the person. 100%. Like not everyone does something that like, like we don't do the same thing yeah, so like 100%. the other person that I might talk to tomorrow about this might not do the same thing Ryan doesn't do the same yeah, thing so exactly. it's just it's it's very cool and I, and that's what, like I, I like so much about it I mean do you feel because you you know you do make that like you do make these types of videos online and like TikTok especially can like kind of be like a toxic environment yeah. sometimes to you <laughs> and that's why I like don't push it very much for myself because like everyone scares me on TikTok like they're mean yeah but do you um do you ever get comments like doubting what you're saying? And if you do, how do you deal with that type of stuff? Um, if I ever get comments doubting what I'm saying, I usually do video responses for those comments. Um, Interesting. And, and okay. prove them wrong with science. Uh, so I good, really love good. actually getting comments <laughs> that, that kind of disagree with what I say. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously I can't make a video response for every single comment. So sometimes... Um, you know, I'll see a comment that disagrees with what I say and I'll just kind of like push it off to the side. Uh, but if I see it has like a lot of likes, then I've kind of recognized that in the community, at least that this is a valid standpoint for, you know, a good amount of people. Of course. So I'll yeah. always do video responses for some of those top like comments. That's cool. Okay. Very nice. I mean, it's better than doing nothing. I, yeah, think. Exactly. I think being able to like have the conversation is fine. It's just like when people get like so mean I feel like online and I'm like oh, right, everyone needs to relax but <laughs> like we all need to relax I guess it, it depends on people's perspectives you know what I mean because everybody Definitely. comes from a different viewpoint a different uh, perception so it's more so about like just educating people and having that open conversation mm -hmm. and dialogue rather than just saying like hey I'm right and you're wrong you know mm -hmm. 
Definitely. I love that. And I love that you leave space for that in your TikTok community of having the conversation. I think that's really important. And like, other than it being just like a very mature thing to do, I just think that like all creators should be doing that, like leaving room for conversation. I think that's really helpful. And it, it kind of almost like abolishes the, the, the point of having issues because you're you're allowing there to be movement instead of just like a static type thing. That's cool. I like that. Um, something that I wanted to like get your opinion on if you have any experience with it and like if not totally fine I can even just talk a little bit about it I always feel that when I talk to people about manifestation or or like LOA a lot of people are in the mindset of like lack and what I yes, mean by that 130 percent yeah, yeah and I feel like I saw a video of yours about it and that's why I wanted to talk about it but I just think it's so like ironic that people are like well I mean I always use the example of money money is like such an easy example for lack and I'm like so if you are if you want a million dollars like this is like a big number but like I'm just saying like Mm. if you want a million dollars and you're like focusing on not having the a million dollars like based on LOA like you're focusing on the lack, what is the universe gonna give you? More More of the lack, you know? So I just, and that's the example I always use, but I'm just so interested as to like what your opinions are, like if you had a different example that you think like works better. Um, But yeah, just kinda wanted to hear your thoughts about the idea of lack. I mean, in terms of the idea of lack, it's really, really easy to switch out of that mindset because most of the lack comes because people focus on the when and they focus on the how. So, you know, Mm -hmm. when's this going to happen? When am I going to meet these people? When am I going to get this job? When am I going to make this money? When am I going to, you know, when, 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 when? Or how is this going to happen? How am I going to meet these people? How am I going to get this job? How is this going to happen? Just all these different questions. Um, What I've found is that I've prescribed to the, I guess you could say Santa Claus technique. Um, And I just just coined that term right now as we're speaking. Um, No, I love it. (laughs) And the, the, the Santa Claus technique is, remember when we were kids and it was the night before Christmas, and we just knew that Santa Claus was going to come. We didn't ask when he was going to come or how he was going to get down the chimney or any of these questions. We just knew in and of ourselves mm. that he was actually going to come. Um, so that's more so what I kind of prescribe to is just focusing on the excitement feeling of knowing that it's on the way as, as well as just taking consistent action. That's it. The point blank kind of story. Cool. Um, and, and when you do that, when you kind of shift your focus from the lack of it to being grateful for it coming as well as being grateful that you're taking actions toward it, your mindset starts to shift from lack to gratitude. And if you can do that and take action consistently, then you're golden. But when you find yourself focusing on lack, it's either you're focused on the when or you're focused on the how or you can't necessarily like believe it in and of yourself. So kind of with your million dollars example, a lot of people can't believe that they can make a million dollars, right? But can you make a dollar a day? Can you make 50 cents a day? Okay, you can. Okay, well, if you can make 50 cents a day, your belief level will go up. So if you can make 50, it's like, oh, I can make 50 cents. Well, can I do a dollar 50? Okay, I can do a dollar 50. Can I do five bucks? Yeah, okay, can I do 10? And then it, your belief level keeps on rising over and over and over again. But you have to start from a place of uh, 100% belief, whether that's uh, I can make $500 a day or I can make a quarter a day. You have to start from a place of belief. If you don't start from a place of belief, then you're just going to be focused on the lack. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. That's such, I love the Santa Claus thing. I am going to now quote you anytime I talk about that. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. That's so great. And I really think, yeah, both of our points kind of just like emphasize each other and 
it makes total sense. And I'm really happy that I asked you about that because that's a really like interesting way to think about it that I don't, I don't think a lot of people do. Yeah, I think agreed. people are focused on the when. And that is only, I feel like, just going to bring you lower on that scale. 100%. 100%. You know? Can't focus on it. Just so got to take action no. and, and just believe. Exactly. So... We kind of mentioned this at the beginning of the episode talking about like just you growing up and everything, but I see that like in your, I think it's like your Instagram bio, maybe like somewhere else as well that you have unrealistically positive in there. And first of all, I love that because I feel like I really resonate with that. But I just, I guess I kind of wanted to know like what that means for you. Like what does unrealistically positive kind of like, how does that work in your life? Um, So unrealistically positive is kind of a mantra that I have in terms of every single facet of life. So whether I'm meeting new people, whether I'm communicating uh, with a new group, whether I'm starting a new job, whether I'm moving to a new area, whatever I'm doing, um, I think it's extremely important to show up with a smile um, and be as communicative as you can to you know individuals and just in events in general. Um, now, when I say unrealistically positive, it overall means like most of my mantra in general is always positive, right? I always want to have a feeling of gratitude, a feeling of uh, gratefulness, and just blessings. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't get like down, you know, or like sad sometimes because I'm a human being. We're all human beings, you know. People get of sad, course. people get down. Um, but what I've found is that if you can not focus on dwelling and just focus on feeling those feelings of like whether you're feeling jealous or sadness or anger or whatever you're feeling, if you can focus on feeling those feelings and go through it rather than dwelling on it, then you can make a switch a lot easier towards that positive side. So when I say unrealistically positive, I'm saying it more so in terms of life in general. Because the fact that we are uh, you know, born here on this planet in you know, a galaxy of a bajillion planets on a floating rock in the middle <laughs> of nowhere is absolutely absurd. Um, and I oh, think right. a lot of people don't necessarily realize that um, and they have a lot of things to be grateful for. So when I say unrealistically Definitely. positive, it's really like unrealistically positive because of the fact that I can breathe. You know, and literally though, literally, <laughs> that's what I say too. You know, so, yeah. Um, I think especially now, it's people are they just always look for the negative in the situation. And like, I'm a very glass half full kind of girl. And I just try to like flip it around because people don't understand how good we have it, especially like living here. Like there is so much going on that could be better. But at the same time, it's like, you don't understand how other people have it living somewhere else. And it's, it's just like trying to put yourself in another perspective. Like there's some people that don't have access to all the things that we have. And like, that's what I've been trying to do these last couple months. Just like recognize how much of a privilege it is to even just like live in the United States. And it is, it's just really crazy that a lot of people look past that and they just try to bring out the negative of the situation. So I love that. It's understandable too, because uh, I feel like in, in total for the world, it's very negative. You know, and when mm-hmm. there's always negative, there's always going to be a cycle of negativity. So it's hard to break a cycle and a habit. So people mm-hmm. are, are habitually, not everybody obviously, but they're habitually negative. So it's hard to kind of look at the glass half full when, uh, you know, your dad's negative, your grandfather's negative, his dad's negative, mm-hmm. your family's negative. Like all these different uh, facets in your life are all negative. So it's very hard to break out of that. Um, but like we said, you know, if you can flip that perspective and look at it glass half full, um, and just kind of realize like, wow, we're really here. <laughs> you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's really crazy when, when you really just think of it like that. Um, and when I, I found that when I think of it like that, it's really easy to be positive. 
I like that. That's awesome. And I guess talking about being positive, how do you feel that you're staying so positive like during this this crazy time? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say it's more so just kind of getting more introspective within myself, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So whether I'm listening to more podcasts, reading books, um, or just kind of being in tune with my own self and my own feelings, I feel like during this time period, it's been a really good time for people to kind of take a step back and wonder what they're doing with their lives, their careers, uh, just every single facet of of their day-to-day lives. So I found that during this period especially, it's just so important to kind of be introspective and audit yourself in terms of what you're doing. So when you're mm-hmm. doing that, whether you're you know, a little negative because maybe things didn't go as planned or you're positive because things did go as planned, it's a good time period for everybody to reset, kind of readjust, and then figure out, okay, where else do I want to go? Definitely. And I, that, I mean, as I know, and everyone obviously knows, like the coronavirus and just the, having a pandemic in general is like such a horrible thing. Yeah. But I feel as if for me personally, there was a lot of good stuff that came out of it. And that's what I just try to think about. Like, I totally understand that there is a lot of negative that came out of it. 100%. But like, if I'm thinking about me personally, like I, I feel that I'm such a different person than I was in March when it oh easily like, easily first started. so many yeah. of us have had to adjust and and you know mm-hmm. pick up either new skills or um, just communicate differently or just so many different things that we didn't have to do in the past that we've had to uh, adjust to now definitely so just to move on a little bit different of topic just shifting I feel like I have to ask about this because I didn't even know it until I like actually started like looking at your Instagram and like looked at your bio and everything. Like if anyone knows me and anyone knows this, like my content in general, just like listens to me, watches my videos, like they know that Forbes is like such a big thing in my life. And like one of my like, I think I'm not even one of them. Like the biggest dream for me ever is to be in Forbes 30 under 30. So mm-hmm. when I saw that, like you were like, you did stuff like with that, I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever. I was actually supposed to go to the summit. Oh, no this way. Year and then, oh, yeah. Because I saw that you went to it and then Corona and I was like, okay, that's literally so sad. Yeah. But <laughs> I like made my, I made my schedule like around being able to go and everything. So I was so upset that I couldn't go, but you know, there's always next year. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just think that's so cool because that's like literally like my biggest dream ever like to be in Forbes 30 under 30 so I think that's so cool and like I guess I kind of want to just ask about your experience like what do you exactly do again so someone who has no clue who you are what is your background with that for sure so uh kind of funny story with the whole Forbes 30 under 30 experience um my one of my old roommates really really good friend of mine he's actually a TikTok influencer as well Um, oh love that yeah it's really funny (laughs) Um, so he got invited to go to the Forbes 30 under 30 way, like very, very early. Um, mm-hmm. And he was put, putting it all over his LinkedIn, um, you know, like kind of uh, talking to our friends about it. And I really wanted to go, uh, specifically because I love going to events and interviewing attendees, seeing how the event yeah. is, things of that nature, creating content in general, you know? Um, yeah. So for the longest time, he was telling me, you know, bro, Forbes 30 under 30, um, and I hadn't been invited to go. Now, mm-hmm. I had a, uh, another friend of mine who was actually one of the business vendors at Forbes 30 Under 30, um, and they asked him if he had any like media or reporters that he wanted to invite to the event. Um, so through that, he connected me with the Forbes 30 Under 30 panel for uh, you know, uh, media passes and everything, uh, and they had invited me to go, Airbnb paid for, flights paid for, everything paid for. It's amazing. So it was, it was really, really awesome. Uh, so I got to go and interview so many different people from content creators to entrepreneurs. 
Um, Kevin Durant was there. Quavo was there. It was it was a really really great wow. event. Yeah, it was pretty insane. I love that. Um, That's so cool. <laughs> but overall, I just got to go interview, uh, really make content. There were so many different news reporters, news anchors there, entertainment reporters. It was a really really awesome event. Um, really busy though. Next time I do go, I think I'm gonna need to go with like maybe three or five other reporters because at Forbes 30 under 30, there's like 20 to 25 events going on at one time. You know, each right. hour. So it, it's very. Uh, it, it can be a little hard to get the content because you have to go to this place to that place. Um, but exactly. no, it was it was absolutely a blessing being able to go. Um, and it's something that I had made a video on uh, talking about the law of attraction and how it had had come for me for Forbes Thirty Under Thirty, uh, specifically just because of the fact that I was so focused on going to this event because one of my best friends was going. You know, and it mm-hmm. sounded like a really really great time. Uh, and then to get an invitation, I, I got invited literally two weeks before the event. Um, mm-hmm. So to get an invitation two weeks before the event was a huge kind of moment for me uh, in terms of a, a law of attraction kind of thing coming true. That's so cool. I love that. And I just like when I saw that, I literally showed my mom. I was like, how like much more perfect that like this could be to talk about yeah. someone with. <laughs> like, I just think that's so cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I and it's and it's funny that we are talking about it in a, like a manifestation law of attraction episode 100%. because like when I do my scripting or when I do stuff like that like that's something that I will say to myself like I am like so like looking forward to or like you like all the stuff that we were saying before 100%. like being being featured in like the Hollywood and entertainment section of Forbes 30 under 30 like that is like my actual biggest goal ever in life oh, like people amazing. like my friends just know and I told Ryan I always bring up Ryan but like yeah. he's my best friend and so he knows literally my whole life and when when I sent him like who I was interviewing for the podcast this week he like went on your Instagram and was like shut up like that's so cool like so I just think that's, oh, that's so awesome, awesome that you were able to go to the event that's so cool maybe I'll see you there one yeah, year yeah no for who sure <laughs> um, I definitely do want to go again um, if you once you start going to the event you you like join a list and they always send emails in terms of like the next event or updates and things right. like that so I definitely do want to go next year if they're going to have it again hopefully you know, COVID. I know, I hope. Um, I know. It's so weird how we just never know. Yeah, we never know. It's crazy. Who knows? 2022, I I guess we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I just think that's so cool. And I love that. That's really awesome. And, you know, I don't know if you're, are you like currently doing anything with them now? Or is that? No, no, that was more like just a a freelance kind of two, three day summit summit thing yeah that's so cool well hopefully that you you know it will continue for you because i think that's so cool and i just even from talking to you for the like last however long we've been talking like you just speak so well oh, and thank I, you so another much. reason why i wanted to have you on the yeah, podcast because so i love when people can speak well you know it's such a weird compliment to give yeah. but i feel like because everyone is so used to texting now people can't have actual exactly. conversations I anymore feel like so i just think that's down. really cool Oh, 100%. So I just think that's really cool. But anyways, I wish you the best of luck with whatever comes out of that in the future. Thank that's you. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last couple things, I just am very interested to hear about like a Kyle Cardoza lifestyle. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could give me just like a little day in the life. And obviously I know the day in the life now is a little bit different than it was maybe in the beginning of the year 100%. or last year. But I mean, honestly, I've been very interested to hear about how people are living their life during a pandemic. So, yeah, feel free to share as little or as much as you want. But oh, I no, guess I'm sure. genuinely curious. Sure. Yeah. So currently um, I work in social media. So a day in the life is pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, I wake up in the morning, um, you know, obviously breakfast, shower. While I'm doing kind of my breakfast morning rituals, I'm always listening to a Law of Attraction audio series uh, entitled Your Wishes, Your Command by Kevin Trudeau. It's, it's literally 
that's what I live my life by. <laughs> but I love it. Uh, I know that one. No, oh, do that's you? So yes, cool. I love your wish is your command. Uh, and I've been listening to that for the past maybe four years or so um, consistently. So it's really, it's a really, really good audio series. But so I'll be listening to that while I'm doing my breakfast, things like that. Um, I'll hop on LinkedIn uh, for my clients and work. Just engage on there. Um, after that, maybe around you know noon time, I'll go to the gym, get a workout in. After that, hop back here, hop on Instagram, uh, engage, make content on Instagram, and then after that, go on Twitter, engage, make content on there. After I'm done with that, I will uh, go and make TikTok videos. So mm -hmm. <laughs> go and create those videos, edit. Uh, and then put them out there. And then by that time period, it's most likely around 7.30. Uh, and then I go live from 7.30 until midnight on TikTok. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. So. I love that. That is so cool. It's it's such a grind, honestly, because I mean, and I'm a student still. I, I go to Fordham yeah. and I'm a sophomore, so I'm still oh, like very, awesome. I guess, young in the school year or whatever. But um, it is it's such a grind even doing that type of stuff with like I feel like school is sometimes a full time job as yeah, well. Yeah, easily. It so it's is. it's so interesting, like because I my like main platform I would say is YouTube like I put out two YouTube videos a week and then I have my podcast um, and then I just like kind of do TikTok like for fun and whatever yeah. but um yeah it is such a grind so I love hearing that like you do like that yeah, I guess exactly. like simplest it, it terms but I just think it's so grind. cool definitely is yeah. um, and it's so it's so interesting for me right now cuz you know I'm most of my work is literally on my laptop and my cell phone um, so mm. it's been a, kind of a, a challenge as well as like, this is my passion as well, but having mm -hmm. to build so many different social media platforms for whether clients of mine or, you know, my job, um, mm -hmm. has been kind of a unique challenge that I've been facing. I absolutely love it, but it's just interesting to have to grow all of these different platforms at the same time. So it's, uh, right. it's definitely challenging my skill set. <laughs> That's cool. And it's cool that you also can make like an income from social media. I feel like a lot of people kind of like put it to the back burner and they're like, or at yes. least they did. Maybe not so much now, but they did at least like just being like, okay, well, cool. Like you can post Instagram photos. Like, how are you going to live off exactly. that? Exactly. You know? Yep. A hundred percent. So I just think it's also really nice that people are able to do stuff like that. Yeah. But anyways, I digress. Um, so last like two things we have here. Is there anything exciting that's coming into your life that, that we know of? Um, like what's next for you? Anything cool that you can talk about or even like allude to? I know a lot of people are always like, well, I can't say this yet, yeah, but, right. but here's, yeah. here's the news. Um, no, nothing really exciting. It's, it's more so me just kind of uh, building more of a foundation uh, for my social media side, digital marketing side and entertainment reporting side. Um, mm -hmm. So right now I'm doing, you know, entertainment reporting. So I go out, interview at different events, festivals, what have you. Um, I work in Google ads, Facebook ads, and Instagram ads. Uh, and then I work in uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, uh, building things for companies. Now, I'm trying to currently, uh, with a really, really good friend of mine, we're building a company uh, to teach college students and high school students these skills. So how to do Google ads, how to do Facebook ads, how to do Instagram it's ads, amazing. Um, how to grow a following for companies. Uh, so we're building a company to employ people to be able to have these skill sets as well as work for our clients as well. Um, it's gotten to a point now currently where I have a lot of different clients and I have a lot of different uh, like social media platforms to grow and things like that. So I would really like to kind of teach those skill sets to high school and college kids 
so that way they can understand how to do these things as well as have something employable on their resumes before they graduate college or graduate high school so they're a little bit ahead Definitely. of the game. Um, that's very cool. So that's that's essentially what's next for me is is really just doing that as well as you know with my entertainment reporting side, um, employing more kind of reporters to come in and go to different events in whatever state they're in. Very cool. I like that a lot, and I think it's really cool to see like what people have next on their plate yeah. because everyone always gives a different answer at the end 100%. of the episode, which I think is so so nice. Um, so last thing that we have for today is the quote of the day, the infamous quote of the day. So for those who maybe this is the first time that they are listening to an episode of Girl on a Train, we always have a quote of the day at the end of each episode. And like I was explaining to Kyle before we started recording, I always try to pick the quote based upon the guests that I have. So I really like to tailor it to who I have on the episode and just kind of make it about their life and how I think it could reflect back onto the episode, what we talked about. Yes. So I have your quote is by someone because sometimes I cannot find who the actual first speaker of the quote was. Yep. This is by my king, the one and only Mr. Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, I love it. Gotta love him. Yep. Gotta love him. Gotta That's love him. He's, he's incredible. <laughs> no, literally my guy too. I want to intern for him so badly. But anyways... Mr. Gary V is the uh, the person of the quote today, and the quote that I picked for Kyle is, "Positivity always wins." Hundred percent. Always. Hundred percent. And that is why this episode just works so well. Yeah, I, know, exactly. I mean, I just like I loved it. So um, I I really feel like I picked that quote for you, and I I wanted to pick a a one about law of, law of attraction manifestation, but I was like, you know what? I just feel like this really ties into something that I resonate with and something that you can resonate with like as well. Um, I just like love how positive you are. Yeah, and just like I so love much. your kind of mindset. No, you're so welcome. And I, you know, I, I just love how positive you are, especially now because a lot of people, like I said, are looking past all of the good things in the world yes, that we have. Very true. And I, I feel like even just from the 45 minutes that we've been talking on the podcast, like I feel like it's just such a different perspective for you. And that's why, again, I, I picked that quote. And I just feel like we need more people like you yes. that have that mindset. Oh, thank you so much. So I don't know. Yeah, you're so welcome. You can comment if you'd like about the quote. I always like leave some room yeah. for if the guest wants to make a comment about that. No, I would definitely say, uh, you know, positivity always wins. And, and kind of to, because I know we're on a manifestation law of attraction episode, uh, but kind of to cement this. Um, whenever I come on a podcast and we talk law of attraction or manifestation, I really want to let it be known that it's not necessarily always about having people believe in like manifestation or law of attraction. Um, it's more so about just having people believe in themselves. You know, um, one thing that I really like is, you know, everybody knows that prayer is ask, believe, receive, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people when they're thinking of what they want to bring in their life or prayer, uh, it's always the ask part and not the believe part. You know, it's always ask. Mm -hmm. Uh, doubt a little bit and then receive or ask uh, is it gonna happen and then receive or ask uh, will lack and then receive it's ask believe receive for a reason you know so I'm not I'm not necessarily here to convince anybody uh, any listeners to you know oh manifestation or law of attraction I'm more so here to really have people realize that they do have power within, within the, in and of themselves as well as just believing in themselves because at the end of the day um, there's no other alternative you have to be positive you have to either believe that you can accomplish your dreams, thoughts, and goals, or you can't. There's no other, there's no other side, so you have to always be positive. Um, not to say that there can't be you know, down moments and, and sad moments, and that's fine. But for the most part, you always want to be as positive, as grateful, and as expect- expectant of your goals as you can. Definitely. And I think like with that last thing I'll say, 
I always just try to think about like, so I'm 19 right now and I think I would regret my whole life if I got to the end of it and realized that I wasn't like the best like person I could like exactly. be and what it was like was not being the most positive and grateful I can be because it's like it's a dark thing to think about but you literally only have one chance here you do and if you're not gonna make it like the best you can like what's the point yeah I feel exactly. like and I just feel like negativity and and like not even like sadness but just like negativity and like down low vibes in general is so mainstream now and it's so rare that you find someone that is so positive and so happy about stuff so that's what I like at least try to do I mean I am being myself I'm not like trying yes, to be 100%. happy for people but like being that source in people's life can have such an immense impact like more than you could ever know it's a domino so effect I think for that's sure. Sure. It, I just posted something on my Instagram story about oh, that, did how you? everything <laughs> wow. affects everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's all connected. Crazy it really vibes. is. It really is. Because your exactly. your good mood can help someone else have a good mood, who can help someone else have a good mood. So it's all about. But it starts with the individual. You know, if you mm -hmm. can be positive um, and grateful in and of yourself, and relay that message to someone else, then at the end of the day, you're doing a huge service to the world because that spreads. Definitely. So this was an amazing episode, and. I mean, I called it first that you were going to offer great value, and I, of course, knew it would happen. But for anyone who, you know, loved what they heard, is interested in following Kyle's social media journey, do you have, you want to plug any socials that yeah. people can find you? They'll, yeah, they'll be in the podcast description as well, but just for anyone who's listening. Sure. They want to find you on whatever, yeah, whatever you want to put. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, so most of my handles are just uh, simply Kyle Cardoza 95 So Instagram is Kyle underscore Cardoza 95 TikTok, Kyle Cardoza 95, YouTube, Kyle Cardoza, yeah, you know, so uh, if you just Google or Easy YouTube enough. my name, you'll, you'll find me. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And I hope you guys check them out, especially like the TikTok videos are my favorite, oh, as I you told so you, they're so awesome. Thank you. But yeah, so thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. No and I hope that everyone listening got something out of this episode, because I know I even got more than I was expecting, which is always so much fun. Oh, thank you so, so much. So yeah. I'm really awesome. grateful for so being I, here. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, of course. So with that being said, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Girl on a Train, and we will catch you guys on the subway. Bye, guys. Bye.